following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's what's on the schedule. April 8th, Soul to Soul Tour inside Van Andel Arena. April 15th, Jim Gaffigan inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. April 11th through the 16th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents My Fair Lady at DeVos Performance Hall. Get those tickets at Ticketmaster.com. April 23rd, Bethel Music. Inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets also on sale at Ticketmaster.com. May 5th and 7th, Opera Grand Rapids presents Aida for the first time ever in GR since 1997. Tickets on sale now for those shows at DeVos Performance Hall at Ticketmaster.com. May 15th, Brett Floyd, 50 years of Dark Side of the Moon inside DeVos Performance Hall. And on May 16th, Breaking Benjamin and Bush with special guest Another Day Dawns at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And June 10th, Quinn 92, the People's Tour with special guest Arizona and Julia Wolf inside Van Andel Arena. Those tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place, Oddities and Curiosities Expo on Saturday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. And the Grand Rapids Whiskey Festival. Saturday, 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Live from Ferg's Restaurant and Sports Bar next to Tropicana Field in Tampa, Florida, it's our Tigers opening day roadshow presented by the Sorry Negro Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. On our live broadcast from Florida, we'll talk about the Tigers' season opener against the Rays and the first weekend of the 2023 baseball season. Now, let's go to sunny Florida and the huge one, Bill Simonson. Thank you, Mr. Eric Zane. We are on a Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort Road Show at the world-famous Ferg Sports Bar and Restaurant right behind Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Marty Bohr, Michigan Sports Network, Florida Sports Network, also here the last couple of days. It's been unbelievable. Temperature close to 90. Tigers didn't look good yesterday. I thought the pitching uh, was okay in Austin Meadows. They'll get game two in the series tomorrow, game three uh, here across the street at Tropicana and stop by Ferg's uh, before and after the game. In a moment, Lance Parrish will join us, one of the greatest Tigers of all time. My favorite catcher uh, ever in Detroit. Uh, we'll talk about the Tigers. Uh, but first, we have some breaking news. Hunter Dickinson has entered the transfer portal. Uh, we're getting that confirmation from the Wolverine.com. So he is done at Michigan. Not a strong statement about the John Howard coaching experience. Hunter Dickinson has entered the transfer portal. doesn't mean he's done. I don't know if he's going to use that to get a bigger NIL deal. But reports had him already getting huge money. Somewhere between 500 and a million a year. 
and he's entered the portal. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we'll talk to Clayton Safety from the Wolverine.com coming up here uh, within 30 minutes. Also, Jaden Davis, one of the top quarterbacks, commits to Michigan. So a busy afternoon. But I want to get to our next guest on the Meyer guest line. Like I said, my favorite catcher of all time. Grew up uh, idolizing this guy, Lance Parrish. Uh, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Bill, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing good. How, how's life treating you now? Uh, what are you doing? You know, I um, I still work for the Tigers. I'm a uh, that's awesome special special assistant to the GM, but uh, basically my role is not defined so much. I pretty much do whatever they ask me to do. So uh, whatever whatever pops up on the radar, that's what uh, that's what I get involved in. All right, so uh, from the involvement in a new president coming in and Scott Harris uh, last fall, Lance, to where we are today in one game doesn't make a season just across the street at Tropicana yesterday. Like I said, I like the pitching. I uh, like Austin Meadowswing. I like that Miguel was pulling the ball, including his double, so that was good to see. Uh, but what was the offseason like in this quasi-realignment uh, rebuild again with the Tigers? Well, I'm sure everybody realizes that, you know, once once Scott Harris came on board that, uh, you know, it was going to be a continuation of really what Al was trying to do um, before he left. You know, a little different approach. Uh, Scott will put his own personal stamp on things. But, uh, you know, he's just trying to build off of what has already been built up to this point. I thought he went out and made a couple good moves. We've got some, you know, quality young guys. But it, once again, it's just going to take some time to see how that that talent develops. Uh, you know, you've got a guy like Riley Green, who I've always felt like was going to be a great player at some point. It looks like he's coming on strong. But, uh, you know, the other guys, it's just going to have to take some time to see if they're going to be a part of the nucleus moving forward. Lance Parrish, former Tiger great, and now uh, part of the front office, special assistant uh, to the GM, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan as we're live across the street from Tropicana Field in St. Pete. Tigers with Game 2 tomorrow, Game 3 on Sunday, then off to Houston for three games, and their home opener against the Red Sox coming up on Thursday, and we'll be at Tin Roof across the street from the ballpark before the game. A question I'm asking the audience today, Lance, what impressed you about game one uh, that you watched from the Tigers? Uh, what would be your first thoughts on what you witnessed yesterday? Well, I think first and foremost, when uh, when I was playing, one of the things that Sparky always emphasized with us when we were, you know, growing as a unit was, you know, we, we could not beat ourselves if we wanted to be competitive. And I thought that the Tigers played a a pretty sound baseball game yesterday. Obviously, you know, we're looking to get a little more offense out of everybody. I thought the pitching was pretty pretty good um, for the most part, and I know that they've worked very hard throughout the spring trying to piece this pitching staff together and take the, the best arms that they have and uh, the healthiest guys that they have. And I, I am hoping that they can be a strong staff all the way through the season. I'm 
I'm pretty sure the offense is going to come around. But, you know, the big thing, I guess, what you're asking is what stood out is I thought they played a very solid defensive game yesterday. Yeah, and, and, and it really was one of the games I was sitting there at Tropicana Fieldlands that there was a if a play, if a ball goes the Tigers' way just once, uh, the game changes, right? And whether it was a double play and that ball, you know, hit hard by Miguel is to the left and it gets through for a single or the catch in right field that, you know, I think it's going to be two runs and a runner at third, if not inside the parker with the way uh, the right fielder had the dive. So, and Rodriguez gave me hope. If I look at the Tigers, that if your number one can take the ball every five days and give you six innings, especially early in the year, that that's a great start for a team that we all know. I think expectations are real with this team, that they are trying to finish the rebuild. Well, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I feel uh, pretty good about Rodriguez. You know, I think that yes. he's, uh, he's proved that he's – you know, capable of giving the Tigers a quality start every time he goes out. You know, if he can keep him in the ball game and give him an opportunity every time he gets the ball, then he's doing his job. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, and we can always say that, you know, there were opportunities if they would have cast in, the, the outcome would have been a little bit different. And obviously that was the case yesterday. A couple balls find holes at the right time and they're right back in the game. But, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen. But as long as they can keep the pressure on and, you know, come through in, in situations like that more times than not, then I believe they're going to have a, a successful run at this. And, you know, we're just looking for – I mean, I don't really know what the, the expectations are of everybody else in our organization. I'm looking to see some significant improvement in a lot of different areas this year. And I think based on the reports that I've gotten, I think that we're going to see that. So – Looking forward to a, a solid year and hopefully one that gets us playing above 500 baseball and maybe even contending at the end of the year to you know, jump into one of those playoff spots. And I, and I think it, it's what Scott Harris uh, told me in one of our interviews last fall, Lance, that he wants to see if guys like Haas can be an everyday catcher. You, you know that better than anybody else with your big league uh, resume. Uh, can Kreidler be an everyday player? Can Torkelson be an everyday player? I mean, you have you have some young guys uh, that they're looking to see because you've invested a lot of time, minor leagues, draft, money, signing bonuses, giving them opportunities, moving other guys uh, out. Is Scope uh, going to be a utility role player? Is he an everyday guy? I still don't like his coverage defensively at second. So, uh, you know, half this lineup right now that started yesterday, there's still question marks connected to him. It's not a negative. It's just a reality. Well, you know, it's uh, yeah, there are question marks, and you know, we're obviously at a point, you know, in the development of of this particular team that uh, they're looking for answers. And just like you said, who's capable of doing the job at whatever position? I personally feel good about the fact that they're giving Eric Haas an opportunity to be the number one guy. He certainly has been productive offensively when he's been in there on a consistent basis. I think that they can count on him for consistent offense if they run him out there on a regular basis. Kreidler, I think, is you know more than capable of handling the job. It's just you know for me, and you know I, same thing with Torkelson. I know Torkelson's going to get to play every day. You know Kreidler, I'm not so sure of, and it's very difficult for guys 
to really prove what they're capable of doing if they're not, you know, run out there on a regular basis. So it just depends on how AJ is going to use everybody and uh, what opportunities they get. But I like Friedler. Uh, I like Torkelson. I think eventually he's going to come around, hopefully sooner rather than later. And I, I love that uh, Eric Haas is getting the opportunity to play behind the plate on a regular basis. Former Tiger Gray Lance Parrish just let us know he's now special assistant uh, to the GM talking uh, Tiger baseball game two for the Tigers across the street here from Ferg's tomorrow in St. Petersburg, Florida. Game three on Sunday, then off to Houston for three in the home opener coming up on Thursday. And look for the huge show across Michigan and the Michigan Sports Network at Tin Roof right across from the ballpark. Lance, man, I love talking baseball with you and you brought up Sparky. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Happy to. All right. Happy to have you. Yeah, Lance. Yeah, appreciate the time, man. Look forward to meeting you. Okay. You bet. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. Lance Paris checking in on the Meyer guest line, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Tigers. Remember to gear up for the Tigers. Quality license, official gear. A huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. If you want to talk Tigers with me uh, on air on our social networks, Bud Light, huge question of the day. What were your first impressions of the Tigers? You just heard Lance Parrish give his. I've given you mine. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. First impression. On air, Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. I didn't tell you before we jumped in uh, with Lance that Hunter Dickinson, and again, this has been all over the place, that I, I'm, I hear the hour open with Zane. I'm sitting here at Ferg's in St. Pete with Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network and the Florida Sports Network. And, and I get the tweet that I had to double check. First, I saw it at the Wolverine.com, Ant Wright, a couple of Michigan insiders we talked to, that Hunter Dickinson had entered the transfer portal. Now, I don't know officially, and I'm going to talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in our next segment. If you enter it, does it mean you're gone? I think it does, but don't quote me. Uh, we're going to find that out in our next segment. But he's gone back, you know, you've heard unfinished business, you've heard I'm staying, or at least some of the talk. And to me, if the reports are true that he was getting mega NIL bucks, mega money, and he still is going to leave and go to the portal, that, my folks, is about... As negative of a headline as you're going to find towards Juwan Howard in Michigan basketball. But let's sort through everything, find out what's going on. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com uh, will join us coming up in our next segment. Uh, also, we're going to talk some Michigan hockey. They're going to be in Tampa next Thursday night playing Quinnipiac in the Frozen Four semifinal. Uh, just up the road uh, in Tampa. So we'll talk some Michigan hockey. We'll hear from Rob Russi, their assistant, who's from Shelby Township in Michigan. And what about the Wolverines making this trip uh, to the beautiful Tampa Bay region? That will be coming up in an hour. And then our good friends 
uh, from the Sports Connection in Tampa. And Big Mike, uh, who knows everybody, the mayor, uh, he, he does a highly respected golf show. We'll do a little Masters preview uh, coming up around 5.25 p.m. And we'll get an update from one of his golf connections who's at the Live Tour. So, you know, I love to talk golf and the Masters. There's a lot of things that I was telling Marty Boer. With Michigan and the Frozen Four next week, with the Masters next weekend, if you just, you know, straight north in Georgia, and I'm like, gosh, it would have been nice to stay out here for another 10 days. But we have the commitment at the DraftKings Social House, Somerset Mall in Troy, if you're listening, on the Roar in Detroit. On Wednesday, 3 until 6, with the live statewide broadcast. And then on Thursday morning, 10 a.m., I'll be at Tin Roof. Opening day pregame party. Uh, That's right across the street uh, from the ballpark, the old Shelly. So your game day, your concert day, uh, headquarters, Tin Roof. uh, Check them out. Uh, Good people. I think it was at five floors. Uh, Bush Light, thank you so much presenting that. And... Our friends from Tri-County, Brian Schroeder, talking about bush light with an orange. Never had it. I will try it next Thursday. Trust me. So thank you to our friends from Bush Light, Mick Ultra, Bud Light. No matter what the sports season is, uh, we're connecting uh, with Lucas and the crew from Fabiano, distributing, serving it up in Detroit and across Michigan with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. And I mentioned Tin Roof. If you want to win tickets to opening day, there's an easy way uh, you can do this. Uh, You can just text the word BASEBALL to 71007. So you text the word BASEBALL to 71007. All right? And you'll be in the drawing 21 and up to get opening day tickets from Tin Roof. Just text the keyword right now, baseball, to 71007, and you must be 21 and up to enter. Good luck. And maybe I'll see you at Tin Roof, and you'll be going to the Tigers and the Red Sox. And the home opener coming up on Thursday in downtown Detroit. Up next, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. The latest on Hunter Dickinson. Is he gone for good? Is it just a move to the transfer portal where he could come back? We'll get the latest on Dickinson and also the new Stug QB uh, out of South Carolina slash North Carolina, Jaden Davis, that announced on ESPN Sports Center around 1.30 this afternoon that he chose Michigan over Clemson, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Ohio State. He's the heir apparent to replace J.J. when J.J. is done in Ann Arbor. The Wolverine.com crew will join us next. You're listening to a Soaring Eagle Huge Tigers opening weekend roadshow broadcast from Ferg's in Tampa, Florida. Breaking Benjamin. Concert in Grand Rapids with special guests Bush and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. 
Get tickets now. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. The one, two. Right side, there it is. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back at 96.1 The Game, our flagship station headquarters in downtown Grand Rapids. I'm kind of getting distracted looking at palm trees, 90 degrees just across the street uh, from Tropicana Field where the Tigers lost their season opener yesterday. Game two tomorrow here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Game three on Sunday. And if you're going to the games tomorrow and Sunday, those of you from Michigan down in Florida or maybe uh, you live the winter down here, summers up north, stop by Ferg's, world-famous sports bar and restaurant. Uh, before and after the games on Saturday and Sunday uh, here in St. Petersburg, Florida. And speaking of the Tigers, we threw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. What were your first impressions on the Tigers? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank, uh, they have locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank that you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. And thank you to the great men and women at Mercantile Bank 
for their partnership with the Huge Show and the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go talk about a busy day when it comes to news connected to the University of Michigan, both football and basketball. Clayton Safey, who's part of the Wolverine.com team, he's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Slow day around here, and uh, I wish I was in Florida like yourself. But, uh, yeah, right. 90 degrees. Uh, the, the, the conditions I'm being forced to work in, looking at palm trees, a Major League Baseball stadium in 90 oh. degrees. Uh, I, I don't that, know, man, Clayton. That's fantastic, yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm, I was here getting ready um, uh, to do the show, and actually before the start of last hour, and I, I see the, these tweets about Hunter Dickinson, and there's been fake ones earlier this week. There's been, I'm not going anywhere, rumors. Uh, so what's the latest on Hunter Dickinson and Michigan basketball? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure you saw it about an hour ago. He entered the transfer portal. So it looks like mm. Hunter Dickinson will be uh, departing Michigan basketball. Of course, you can still come back. And Michigan would obviously honor his scholarship, but he's now the number one player in the transfer portal, according to Andre's rankings. And uh, just a brutal, brutal loss for Michigan. No way to sugarcoat that. Uh, two years of eligibility left. He entered the portal as a graduate. So, uh, you know, he looks like he'll be efficient to free if he doesn't go. But he'll have no shortage of suitors. And you're already hearing rumors about Duke. You're hearing rumors about Georgetown and Maryland with uh Schools that are close to where he grew up in Alexandria, Michigan. So I'd expect him to go to somewhere that could win right away. Um, obviously, disappointing for Michigan, and this is just kind of the new world of college basketball. I mean, there's no way, there's no way in heck uh, that a guy like this that gets to play all the time and is one of the top players in the Big Ten would transfer in a normal landscape. But with NIL uh, and the one-time transfer rule. It's, it's a little bit surprising to think about Hunter Dickinson in another jersey, but it's not all that shocking that this is happening. Uh, we saw it with Caleb Love from North Carolina the other day, and we'll probably see it with some more guys. But this is definitely the biggest transfer that I've seen over the last few years. Yeah, but some of these guys, there's issues or something's well documented or they want more playing time or they want to go play for a better coach. Uh, when I'm looking at Hunter Dickinson, considering what I've heard from you know your team at TheWolverine.com, what I've read, he was getting paid handsomely through NIL money, maybe the most of anybody connected to the University of Michigan sports teams. And for him to leave, and when we talk about a season where there didn't seem to be a lot of chemistry, or even Hunter at times looked like he was going through the motions. Uh, is this an indictment on Juwan Howard and the way he coaches? Is it about the chemistry uh, in that locker room, uh, off court, on court? Is it about more NIL money, or did they pull back on the NIL money? What do you think? Is it a combination of all of that? What do you think, Clayton? Yeah, so... so- I mean, it's a great question. So part of, well, I think, why this is so crazy to think about, you wouldn't have thought three, four years ago that anything like this would happen with a guy who plays a lot, loves the school, loves the coach, um, leaving. No, I mean, usually it's a guy that's not playing enough or, you know, the coach has kind of wronged him in some way or whatever. Leave. Uh, but I think it's a combination of two things, and I think you hit on both of them. What you were just talking about is one is NIL. I mean, we all know that Hunter Dickinson was making – good money at Michigan, but at the same time, your value goes way up when you become a free agent, which is what this is. Let's be honest, it's free agency at this point. So your value goes way up 
He's going to get all sorts of calls. I'm sure there was tampering before he even entered the portal. Um, and that's going to be a big factor for him. A guy who, I don't know what his future is in terms of, you know, the professional ranks. I don't think he has, uh, you know, really the skill set to go to the NBA. Uh, he could stick around in the G League or, or European basketball overseas, that sort of thing. But I think he wants to make money while he can with his two remaining years of eligibility. And who knows if he'll use his last one, which is kind of the COVID year there. Uh, but it's that. And then I truly believe, uh, and this is just my opinion, obviously, but that he would stick around or be more inclined to stick around if Michigan had more coming back on its roster. They've already seen Jed Howard leave. I'd expect Toby Bufkin to, at the least, uh, explore the NBA draft, go through the combine. And, you know, I would think a guy with first-round grade probably leaves. It'd, it'd be pretty shocking if he didn't. Uh, and then beyond that, it's, it's a young team. It's an inexperienced team. They're trying to piece things together through the transfer portal, but there's just not a lot there right now. And I think Hunter Dickinson wants to win uh, and probably feels better about doing that elsewhere. So the biggest question, if you're going to lose the biggest piece to your basketball program, yes, and he's bigger than Juan Howard, Martelli, any coach, you know, Camp Sanderson, go down the list, that in this NIL era, you want flip it and go give him a monster NIL deal and then build your team with other transfers who wanted to play because you have one of the best big men in America in Ann Arbor. This seems I know. this seems really backwards on thinking. It, it, to me, it's an indictment of Michigan basketball and where it's at right now. That's how I look at it. Or, yeah, just the NIL scene at Michigan potentially. You know, I don't know the specifics there, but... I mean, I kind of said it like they enter the portal and you become a free agent at the same time, like we saw with Michigan football. And there seemed to be more of an effort to take care of those guys, Blake Corum, all those guys that came back with the one more year fund, which is a brilliant idea, obviously. Um, you know, in places across the country trying to induce recruits. Well, Michigan said, let's just keep our, our good players around and, and build off of that. Uh, there seemed to be more of an effort on the football side. And you know, that's the thing. You need that effort to keep your current guys around because they could do whatever they want. A guy like Hunter Dickinson could literally almost call, you know, call almost any coach in the country, right, and try to play for their team. And I think that coach would have interest. So when you have somebody, that's the new age here is it's not just having the relationship with the coach, but there's got to be a coordinated effort to make sure these guys get uh, not, not even what they deserve, probably well, more, you know, way more than that because – they could go get it somewhere else. So now you got market value playing a factor there, and it, it literally is, you know, professional, almost like a professional contract type of situation where a guy decides to, you know, opt out of a last year or two and and enter free agency or demand a trade or however you want to put it, however you want to frame it. That's kind of what this is. And yeah, I agree. I mean, they, they, you got to have a better effort if you're Michigan at, at trying to keep these guys around. Hey, he's your centerpiece. He's the biggest name. Yeah. He's your draw. Okay, you still sell tickets. It's not free at Chrysler. There's still our TV ratings. There's gear. There's so much financially connected to basketball. You make sure you give him, the minute that season ended, if not before, that he's locked in on an NIL deal. You take care of him, and then you go grab other transfers from big schools, and you build a roster because you are caught in that gray zone of talent leaving, uh, not a lot of talent coming back. Uh, But I'm telling you right now, if I'm Juwan Howard, and you're looking at what you have coming back now, and you're going to lose Dickinson and just the image 
the image that your opposition can use that the best player on your team did not want to finish his career in a Michigan uniform. I think that's as big of a PR hit that Juwan Howard has ever taken outside of the slap uh, in Wisconsin since he's been the coach. I, I'm just flabbergasted that a school as big as Michigan couldn't find the NIL money uh, to keep him there. And, and you know what? Maybe they did because we don't know. And maybe he just wanted to get away from the program, Clayton. Let's just be honest that it was the chemistry you could see. You could see the focus on Jet, why Jace is even on that basketball team. Uh, Juwan's mismanagement of games, including the last one, Hunter, looks like he'll play in a Michigan uniform when they led by eight against Vanderbilt with a minute 30 to go, I think, was the number on the clock. To me, this is a move where Dickinson just wanted to get the hell out of there. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I think NIL played a factor, but yeah, maybe did maybe people did pony up right and, and give him a big deal or whatever. But I, I still think Hunter Dickinson, uh, he wants that, but he also wants to win. And when you look at this roster and what they have coming back, I mean, I'm staring at it right now, and they're, I mean, it's like question mark after question mark. Uh, I like Doug McDaniel's potential at the point guard spot, but uh, even he, you know, still has a lot of growing to do. And then look at. Look at who else now has contributed on this team. I mean, there's virtually nobody has been a big-time contributor. Uh, they brought in Namari Burnett, uh, who was kind of a role player for Alabama this year, out of the portal at the guard spot. I thought it was a solid addition, but you know now that Hunter Dickinson's gone, you're not building around him and, and needing just solid additions. You need impact players now, and that's not what Michigan has. So this is a huge, huge uh, a few weeks and, and stretch coming up for Juwan Howard because they got to figure out what this roster is going to look like, um, and it's just it, it's just really too bad I think for Michigan. So you lose uh, one of your most overrated players in Jet Howard, Kobe Bufkin because of Jet in his absence I think played his way into the first round in the NBA and you lose Hunter Dickinson to the portal off a disappointing year and not making the tournament. Good luck to Jed Howard. Uh, good luck to Juwan Howard uh, digging out of this. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan as we're live down in St. Petersburg, Florida uh, with our home and away opening contest with the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in the Michigan Sports Network. Uh, before I let you go, I was inside Ferg's having lunch, you know, around 1.30 this afternoon, and, you know, Sports Center popped up, and there was Jaden Davis, QB, yeah. stud number four on the on3.com uh, list. I think, what, 26th overall in America, class of 2024. And no surprise, he picked Michigan over Clemson, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Ohio State. Yeah, big pickup for Michigan. Kind of, you know, it was kind of trending this way ever since his official visit a couple of weeks ago. But uh, Michigan did a really good job here. This is one they've been hit on for a long time, but everybody was concerned. Why, why haven't they closed it yet? Well, Kirk Campbell, the new quarterback coach, has done a really good job. Uh, Jim Harbaugh also has a great relationship with them, and they were able to close. So, uh, big one here, as you said, number 26 in the country. Four-star, fringe, five-star type of guy. Uh, it's actually Jim Harbaugh's highest-rated quarterback that he landed out of high school. Shea Patterson was number one recruit, uh, but he was landed obviously as a transfer. So, you know, they were they've been waiting for that next guy after JJ McCarthy, and obviously transfers are always an option. But it's good to have one that's homegrown. 
and uh, he'll come in next fall in the 2024 class. And the biggest thing I think huge, too, is he talks about this on ESPN, but he wants to build the class and help recruit those guys. It really helps that he committed this early, and now they can go into the summer where there's so many important visits uh, saying, hey, we got an elite quarterback, come join us here. Uh, so if Michigan's in the top five right now in recruiting rankings, I'd expect them to hover around there throughout the rest of the cycle. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Busy afternoon with the Wolverine.com team. Clayton, thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy Florida. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it, Bug. Clayton Safey checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. How do you how do you not keep your best player? Yeah, I get the transfer portal, but usually it's not your best player. It, it isn't. Especially a guy like Hunter Dickinson. And I know some teams will lose their best player, but gosh, you know, they were paying them. It's University of Michigan. There should have been an NIL deal, deal where you can't say no. You lock them up. Here's Juwan Howard. There's already heat on you, hot seat conversation. And now you don't have Jet, which I don't think is a big loss, Buffkin or Dickinson. Don't, don't be surprised if, if, if Juwan, you know, I know he's getting paid well, if he goes back to the NBA. I'm serious. You're, you're sitting on what? Wow. That, that is shocking to me. Flat out shocking that Hunter Dickinson, again, he could come back. They're not going to give away the scholarship, but done at Michigan. Amazing. Speaking of Michigan, on the upside of the Michigan hockey program is in the Frozen Four here in Tampa. Thursday night, Quinnipiac semifinal in the Frozen Four here in the Tampa St. Pete area. Rob Russie is an assistant coach with Michigan Hockey. He's out of Shelby Township, Michigan. He'll join us coming up within 20 minutes. Also, the mayor, Big Mike uh, from Ferg's. Uh, the Sports Connection uh, does a golf show connected to the Florida Sports Network. Uh, we'll talk Masters with a little preview coming up at 525. We also have our Bud Light huge question of the day. First impressions on the Tigers for you. Game one. You tell me one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. You tell me what you thought after the first game just across the street here at Tropicana Field. 1-866-838-4843 on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They're a local bank with locations all across the state. And a bank you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. You're listening to a Soaring Eagle Huge Tigers opening weekend roadshow broadcast from Ferg's in Tampa, Florida. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now, they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an Eastside firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have. 
you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder, Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, best in the business. Back at our flagship station, 96.1, the game in downtown Grand Rapids. I'm with Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network and also the Florida Sports Network just across the street from beautiful Tropicana Field. We're at the world-famous Ferg's Sports Bar and Restaurant. Did the live show Wednesday, went to the game yesterday with our winners, courtesy of the home and away opening day promotion with the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and also the Michigan and Florida Sports Networks. Doing the broadcast today, just brought you the news that Hunter Dickinson is in the transfer portal. That is a big shock. I think it's an indictment on Juwan Howard in the state of the University of Michigan basketball program on and off the court. Good news for Jim Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh in Michigan football with Jaden Davis, fourth-ranked quarterback in the 2024 recruiting class on ESPN Sports Center around 1:30 this afternoon. Said yes to Michigan, turned down Clemson, North Carolina, Tennessee. And Ohio State. So Harbaugh from the videos I saw at the Wolverine.com, ecstatic. The coaches jumping up and down. Amazing. I, I'm still shaking my head about Hunter Dickinson. You're Juwan Howard. You you did everything you could to try and make your son the big man on your basketball team, and you had Hunter Dickinson. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Man. And you're going to lose Bufkin. Jed Howard's gone. Wow. 
Yeah, good luck in the transfer portal getting any more guys to come. Nobody that's a big name is going to come in there. And how you didn't have the boosters and the money. I, I think also, if your boosters aren't lining up to give NIL money to Hunter Dickinson, I'm talking big cash to keep him. That's also a message from the boosters about what they think of the current state of the University of Michigan basketball program. I mean, are you looking at rock bottom in the Big Ten next season? Wow. Full coverage. We have all the links. I had a huge show on Twitter of Dickinson leaving the huge show on Facebook. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. First impressions on the Tigers opening day win. Actually, that would be a loss. It'd be the, the Tampa Rays win over the Tigers. I'm still bothered by Dickinson leaving. Uh, you can answer that question. First impressions on the Tigers game one. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. First game impressions on the Tigers at 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line.